already started recording, so we just kind of... Oh, you did? Yeah, you know. I guess I like idiots. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's really what our, what our shtick is, right? I mean, True. so... Hey, how's it going? This is our first episode of the uh, Creative Arcade uh, podcast that we're going to call the 8-Bit Podcast. Uh, I'm Jeff, uh, Partner Interactive Director here at Creative Arcade. And I'm Phil, Partner and Creative Director at Creative Arcade. He's the man with the master plan. <laughs> yeah, so hey, uh, thanks for joining us. We're, this is something we plan on keep uh, to do uh, periodically just for fun, uh, uh, just to explore and, uh, and talk about some things in design, marketing, things that interest us, which is vast and... I don't know. We're talking about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think today what we're going to talk about is where we came up with the name Creative Arcade and what it means to us and why we think you might like it. You as in the as the listeners at home here? Yeah, yeah. I, I was know. looking at you when I said that, but well, I, I know. really meant the we listeners. We look at each other a lot during the day. It's kind of weird. Well, you know, share a big stand-up desk and eat lunch together and <laughs> should we start over <laughs> no this is the stuff that dreams are made of right here uh, this is I just heard <laughs> lots of people simultaneously clicking off before well, probably but I think that's part of the allure mm-hmm. allure right. is that the right I don't even know if that's the right word I think it's good well you know yeah no so so the creative arcade yeah it, it took I mean it took us a long time to reach that you know who we are as a as a or who we wanted to be when we first started out working together. Um, I know it was kind of a, okay, that's great. We want to do something together as a team um, and start this business together. Uh, but we're like, you know, what do we call it and what makes sense? And I don't know. We had a lot of, a lot of meetings, a lot of talking on the phone and texts about what the heck should we call this thing? Yeah, we had lots of meetings and, and phone calls and emails and text messages and... A couple beers. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> it, it's unbelievable the, the amount of names that we we created in this list of uh, possible names or names that were definitely out. Did you, did you ever keep that list, by the way? Because, I mean, I think I got rid of the mountains of text, but... I, I think I still have the text messages and, and some of the emails, but um, I'd really have to look back and through my notes, but I think I have the written stuff as well. So I mean, there were some that, I mean, I remember laughing hysterically at, like, how does those words even fit together? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> and there was the flip side of that, where there, we, we'd come up with a name, we're high-fiving each other, and we thought we came up with the greatest name in the history of Earth, and wake up in the morning, and... Bought the domains already the night before. I was going to say, what, what What were we thinking? How many domains do we now own that <laughs> we'll never use? We we have dozens and dozens of <laughs> domains for great creative agencies. So if you're looking to start your own creative agency... Oh, um, yeah, we can sell we them. We can sell them to we you. We should totally sell them. <laughs> <laughs> We'd make a fortune. So I think Creative Arcade was one of those names that we said. And, um, well, I think I, I think I may have mentioned it and you said, well, I don't hate it. I think it's kind of your first reaction. Well, yeah, I remember maybe not right away, but somewhere earlier in the process was something that we we really liked, and we'd never said no way we're not doing that. But we were like, oh yeah, that's totally it. You know, what it's more like, well, that's fine. What else have we got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
So I think it was a matter of uh, weeding out all the bad ones. And then we just kept coming back to some of those core ideas we wanted to do with this business. And and it just kind of stuck and it really fit. And I think um, we should probably explain how it fits. Yeah, I mean, well, and that, you know, that before we even get started with that, I remember, you know, we, of course, right away, you always want to like, okay, what are all the negatives around this? I mean, it's, it sounds cool, but what are people going to think? And, and it's easy to kind of get, you know, I don't know what's the right word for it, like put it off as, ah, that's maybe not the right thing because of X, Y, and Z, but, you know, maybe A, B, and C is good reasons for it, but X, Y, and Z is why we shouldn't do it, you know, but... Um, you know, and a lot of that was obviously the word arcade. I think a lot of the thoughts we had was, well, <laughs> if we're in business a while, are you going to have parents dropping off their kids with a with a roll of quarters or twenty bucks looking for tokens? We'll see you in two hours, honey. Yeah, right. So I know that was one of our probably our biggest thing is just the word arcade. But I think I think one of the other things we thought too is our. I think our current clients, they know us, they, they respect our work, they, they know how we are, um, you know, with a customer service aspect, but what about those? Uh-oh, what does Becky mean now? <laughs> I, I just told Jeff to make sure his phone was off, and I think I turned mine on. Phil has the coolest ringtone, it's the, uh, is that Mario, right? Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers, yeah. So, I've had that ringtone since I've owned a cell phone. I think so, you have. As long as we've known each other, I think I always remember. I've, I've changed it a couple times, and then I have no idea who's calling. <laughs> I think it's somebody else's phone. I always break out into like uh, my fake DJ dance where I've got my headphones up in my ear, and I'm scratching a record. <laughs> and it's kind of like what we're doing off. right now. <laughs> so, yeah, back to that. I think the potential clients was something we had a little concern about it, you know if people hear that name are they going to really understand the breadth of what we do and what we want to offer and where we're going with this business and I think we thought about those negatives and thought you know what I think there's enough positives with this name that we can get past that and I think other people will see past it as well and hopefully someday I don't know if it's happened yet but I hope someday it's just yeah, Creative Arcade. It's it, People don't even think about it. It's just who who we are. And Whoa. I think the air conditioner just turned off. It totally did. I can actually hear my head think, if that makes sense. Head but think. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and that's that's the thing. I mean, the more the more we started to kick around, like, what we wanted to do and, and how the name applied, the more it made more and more sense. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that we didn't just glom on to the first thing or first couple ideas that we did have. I mean... There were some there were some kind of cool ideas that we had, but but nothing that ever, you know, like you said, we would we'd sleep on it, and the next morning you'd be like, "That's the dumbest name ever." Why were we? <laughs> well, and I think the fact that we didn't want to play it safe either. I think there was a lot of safe names that we could have picked. That um, you know, I think when we were bouncing this name off of people, most people had uh, real positive feedback, but there were some people like. Why aren't you using your last names, or why aren't you calling yourself a agency? Or well, and, and in our, with our weights, uh, <laughs> who knows? We might kick the bucket someday, and then I'd be stuck with Davidson something, or you'd be stuck <laughs> with Ruprecht something. And I don't think either one of us would, you know, maybe want to yeah. do that. Yeah, it's just not what we wanted, right? So I think some of the reasons we did like the name, I think um, we, we really believe in the power of play. And I think Jeff, you can explain that and why we chose that aspect. Well, I mean, I mean, basically, and, and 
I don't want to make the song cliche, but I mean, I think for us, it's it's. Um, I think a lot of a lot of places try to think they're innovative or, um, you know, they're doing things that that are maybe different than the norm, um, especially in this kind of business. Um, and I'm not saying what we're doing is groundbreaking, but I mean, it's we, we've just always wanted to be a little bit more. Um, I guess not by the book with it. I mean, we. We definitely do all the same things we've always done when we worked for other agencies in town and and things in the past. But um, but we're not afraid to to uh, check out. You know what 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 if we did this or what if we instead of always doing this that we maybe have wanted to do or have been told to do in the past or or maybe uh, you know seems to be the way to do it. It's like well, what about this way of doing things or or you know just that and how we work with our clients, but. You know, on the other, and then the other side of that would be um, things when we're not doing working with clients is just just their own curiosity. I think creatives definitely have other ideas and other things that they think are cool or or uh, has some kind of um, you know inner working with what they do, and and so you know to be able to explore some of those things, I think it's it's definitely worth worth the time and effort to to, to try new things, to say what if we did this or that. Whether you actually do anything with it commercially or whatever, you know that 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 skill or that thing you've learned by doing that um, is worth it. I think it helps elevate our client work in general. Then, mm-hmm. as we learn that, yeah, I agree. And I think one thing I want to be known for is I don't want people to think of us necessarily as just a design group or advertising agency or marketing or anything like that. I I, I want to be known as creative creative problem solvers. And I think yeah. We know our limits as well, so I think if people, our clients or potential clients, want to come to us with, you know, any any problems they have in that in that realm, I think we'd love to be able to to solve them. And if we can't, we we know our limits, and we can rely on maybe some of our vendors or people that we've used in the past, or some of our partners that we're using, or you know, flat out just tell a client that we can't do it. But I don't think that's that's not in our nature. I think we're going to figure out how to do it, and we're going to we're going to do it well. I that's that's the idea. Yeah, and I, and I think when you, when you think of being innovative, I think I think there's there's different levels of that, and I think I think when you when you're willing to try a new thing or, or apply a different skill to something that maybe you haven't done before, and maybe do something different, I think there's you know it could be something as simple as just a you know a specific technique in some of your work. It could be branching out and you know making this or or making this kind of product or you know i mean i think there's i think there's different ways to heck i mean we're not the podcasting getting new but for us it's it is new and i think it's it's just showing that we're willing to jump dive in and do that and i think that again it's that idea of playing around with with an idea and and producing something and then seeing what what sticks what doesn't what we've learned from it and then how do we use that going forward um you know in our work and for our clients so anyways well in addition to the power of play i think the the reason creative arcade works the arcade part of it is jeff and i both you know went through schools that taught a lot of fine arts you know in addition to design so we were taught some of those traditional techniques and, and things like that and we were we were both at other agencies where we did a lot of um very traditional advertising and, and things like that Hold on, my mic's getting moved here. Well, I was just checking to make sure it was on. Oh. <laughs> so a lot of those traditional things you can think of as, you know, skee-ball or, or those kind of type games where we definitely embrace all of that, but we also want to be cutting edge and, 
you know, as we grow, we want to get more so to that side. So you think of some of the brand new games that come into an arcade and they're sitting right next to a ski ball machine, but it works because, you know, people come there for different reasons. And I think it just shows the, hopefully, eventually the breadth of what we can do is we can offer, you know, all of those type of things. And, and we believe in all of those things. So that's another reason I think the arcade portion works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, from an umbrella kind of thought process i mean that's totally it but even if you start to get really detailed and or, or some very specific medium there's obviously a lot of things under that that you could also branch out to so i think it's kind of you know goes on forever with with uh with what you can do so i mean that's just a little bit about kind of our thought process and kind of the culture we want to build here at creative arcade i think it's just again that power of play and i think it means a lot of different things potentially but um it's just something that you know. Every time we're thinking about a decision we're making as a as a business, um, trying new things, we're always like, "Well, does that fit into our kind of idea of, of play, and what are we going to learn from it, and what can that offer our clients?" And that helps us, I think, a lot of times decide if whether a decision makes sense or not. So, um, so I think we've used that a few times. I think it's a good a good kind of um, positioning, if you will. I don't know if it's really mm-hmm. a true position for us, but it's definitely a, a an ideal that we feel good about and. And has helped us uh, helped us learn some things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I think it. Like you said, it, I think it has already creeped into to our work where we've you know, been um, asked to do a couple of very traditional type projects for a client, and we thought, well, I think we should probably shift over to this medium or this you know idea instead, and, and it's really grown that client for us, and they've been successful and they're very happy with what we're doing and you know now we're continuing to do more of that work with them and um we've seen that with a couple other things too yeah yeah definitely definitely um so anyways um i I think one thing i i thought was really cool and not to go into all the techniques and everything that we're planning on doing but um uh, i was in bemidji a couple weeks ago at the bemidji state university and they are starting to get (laughs) they're starting to get into some virtual reality and so they had some oh uh, here comes the air conditioning yeah there's air conditioning again so they had they had some stations set up where you could test out some of some of this technology and it it's you know it was very um how you say it, it was it wasn't like revolutionary or anything like that it was pretty basic what they had but wow it's just kind of mind blowing and not that that's the next thing we're going to jump into, but I uh, I think there's definitely potential in that kind of thinking. and I, I think you're going to see more and more of that. It's already, you know, ever since the Oculus Rift and those types of hardware packages have come out over the last couple of years, I know they were kind of the first with Kickstarter and, and I know Facebook's kind of glommed on with that, but um, there's already a lot of applications for that, that that are already kind of starting to be looked at, and I think you're just going to see more and more of that that kind of thing so I, I think yeah I think if whether we want to or not I think that might be one of those those potential growing uh, types of uh, mediums um, in the future here so yeah I think that that is one of the things I was able to try and in addition to that the the expenses coming down and some of the other things I tried the I think it's is it Samsung where you stick your phone into those goggles, and oh, yeah. I was able to try that. Is that cardboard or whatever? No, this, this one was the Google there, one. Yeah, there is a cardboard version of it, but this one was you know hard plastic. But it was you know a hundred dollar um, piece of hardware, and uh, or I don't even know if it's hardware, but and you put your phone in there, and boom, 
you're, you're looking at uh, some virtual reality type stuff, and it's I don't know, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's it is interesting. I mean, for me, I mean personally, I, I'm not like oh, I got to try on these big gigantic goggles, but. When you start thinking about the applications, it's it's something that maybe it's not for me, but I think I think for a lot of people it might be one of those interesting ways to again engage with with a, whatever that is, you know, whatever kind of content. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, as soon as people start figuring out how to monetize this for their own business, I think there's going to be a big spike in it, and the yeah. technology is only going to get better and cheaper, and right, it's going to be a lot more mainstream. And yeah, it's. It's coming, I'm sure. It's I'm totally sure. You know, one other thing too that we're we're doing. You know, we've been doing a lot of different things with. Um, and actually, this is a simple thing. We want to get a a sign outside of our uh, our building here uh, with a Creative Arcade logo on it. And but we don't want to just do a flat plastic type thing. We wanted to see like, well, if we what would be kind of cool is if we could kind of cut something out, make it a little more three dimensional, really beautiful color, and and just make it really. I don't know what the word is for it. Uh, kick ass, I guess, um, for lack of a better term. But um, there's a product called the X Carve, I think, that we're going to, I think we're going to try and buy that, aren't we? Yeah, I think, well, it's easy to try it. Just hand them money and they hand you an right. X Carve. And give you an X Carve and then you go, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think, I think it's definitely something we've talked about and probably on our radar very soon here. And, Friend of ours, a friend of ours at another agency. I know he has one at home, and he's done some pretty awesome. What, what are you laughing at? <laughs> okay, it's Ken Zakovich for those that know him. But um, oh, hey, Ken, if you're listening, I mean, cool. I mean, we really like what you've been doing with that stuff. I think we're gonna, you know, we'd like to see what he's been doing with it. And and it's funny. It's it's a it's it's one of those cool like bridges between design and. You know, from a graphic standpoint and typography and all that, and how do you take that and now cut, cut physical three dimensional wood objects out of it and put it together in something else? It's kind of an interesting thought, and you know, even with a from a marketing standpoint, you know, what does that mean even for you know someone that maybe has a product or some kind of packaging piece? And I think there's definitely you know uh, time worth you know spending on something like that to see well what does that mean for a potential client and um so we're we're gonna try that i think out soon um kind of an interesting concept mm-hmm. playing around with some wood and some typography and mm-hmm. a little paint and i don't know whatever else and then we'll have a sign hey that'd be nice yeah where, where are you guys located oh above the angie's canal park where, where? <laughs> <laughs> you're in the do it sites building so right? Do it sites building right no nope no no, nope. you were doing packages. Yeah, that's right. By doing sites, right? Yes, but we're not into sites, anyways. Um, no, we're gonna do that. I think it'd be kind of fun. We'll I'll definitely share that at some point. So, um, but anyways, um, wow, there's someone flying by on their bike or something outside. But. So I think this is you know as our inaugural uh, podcast. I think it's uh, all over the place, but I think <laughs> that's. I think that's okay. That's that's probably the way this thing will go because you know we're just doing this for fun and we want to let you know what we're up to and you know some of our thoughts and I think one of the other things we wanted to talk about that you know doesn't really have anything to do with our name it necessarily was the uh, Instagram rebrand. Yeah, the internet lost their mind last week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> kind of remind me when the Google thing happened last year. Everyone lost their mind too, but. Um... 
Yeah, so what do you think of the new Instagram brand or well, I I mean, I, identity? I personally, I mean, I, I, I love, well, number one, I love Instagram. I'm, I, it's funny, you know, Instagram, been around a long time already, even before Facebook bought them. Um, and I know it was kind of a, a favorite by a lot of young people. And, and I, I had joined on right away, but I, had, I didn't see the allure right away. And I don't know about two, three years ago, I, I just kind of made a concerted effort to, to kind of start using it a little bit more and searching out some like, you know, other little brands and things I follow and, you know, artists and stuff. And, and the more I started seeing the what they were doing, it, then I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. And at that time, I think I was really crazy about Pinterest, which I still am too, but but I find Instagram just to be, I don't know, it's one of those kind of like sit down at, you know, off times of something to do and just kind of flip through and just be, every time you kind of um, swipe up, it's like a new experience every time of, oh, look at this cool thing, look at this today, you know, so, but anyways, as far as their, their rebrand, um, I personally, I mean, I like it. I, I do like a lot of uh, the new pieces to it. I think it does kind of give it a, you know, from where they were to where they are now, I think it was needed to kind of do something that was a little more updated, um, personally. Whether it's the right thing or not, um, there's elements that I'm... I think a lot of people are just having problems. There's a lot of elements to it that I think you're basically told in design school and stuff you never do, and they did it. But yet, I also think it kind of works for them, like with the gradient and stuff like that. But others just are like, no way, that's something you just never do. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think you've you've looked into it a lot more than I have. You've done a lot more, uh, read a lot of articles and stuff about it, where I, I didn't even know what was happening until after the internet lost its mind I kind of yeah. like, kind of noticed what was going on and my first reaction is I didn't I, I kind of thought the logo I saw was a joke I I really I really didn't think that was their actual new logo and I think not that their old logo was amazing and great and I, I just think it's one of those things that I just grew accustomed to seeing and and not knowing the change was coming just seeing the change I was kind of, I was a little shocked. And I think what you said about the gradient is probably my biggest problem. Um, you know, I try, I try to keep gradients out of logos and a lot of that is for the reason of reproduction and, you know, more on the printing and embroidery, all those kind of things where it doesn't work. Well, Instagram doesn't have most of those worries where they're more, you know, internet or app based and you don't have to worry about reproduction. So I, I, I give them a little credit on there, but I, I just really don't like gradients either. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it is, I, I mean, it definitely st- stands out if you look on your phone and if you've had the update, it definitely stands out. Like I've got all my social um, apps kind of grouped in a, in a subfolder on my iPhone and boy, that's the first one you see every time um, just because of that bright, gradient yeah. background but but then too if you look at their their user interface you know what you went to more of a black and white i mean without the gradient it's it's very very minimal i give it that but um i don't know it kind of has this futuristic feel to it it's almost like a step forward a little bit in in uh especially as they kind of have new new things they're doing with their video and lengths of video and, and the th- new features they're going to do now. And I, I'm sure in the future, I, th- I don't know, it, it kind of has a, I think kind of a next, a next generation feel to it. But, um, well, and, and you have something there, you talk about the interface and we did just look at the, the site on, on our, our desktop. And I think seeing it just in black and white and, and very simplified, I, 
I don't mind that nearly as much. I think that one is is much more appealing to me. It's so I guess um, in one version I like it, and the gradient it's just not for me. But I'm not I'm not gonna lie that in a month from now I'm gonna completely forget we had this conversation, and when I go on my phone I'm gonna go right to it and not even think twice about it. So it's just gonna yeah grow on me, and I'm not that's what it is. I, I will say it is it is quite a jump from where, where they were though. It, whereas like the Google logo last year, a lot of people lost their minds too about that and saying, "Well, this is there's no thought behind it or whatever." But really, think about Google and what they've already established and what kind of brand equity they already have built up into what they had and where they kind of went. You know, to go totally different than what where they were, I think would have been a big, big mistake. And that's why I, I've always since day one liked the Google rebrand because I feel like it's a uh, kind of a compromise step and, and it did unify a lot of their their products and stuff in a way that you know was different enough but yet um, was still unifying in the whole system and uh, I think I think as time has gone on and I think as people have used it I, I you don't hear about it much and I, I mean I'm sure there's still people that still hate it but I don't know I think for a lot of the reasons I originally liked it I, I like it even better now you know so so between the two you know yeah I think Instagrams is probably a little bit more Boy, we got some nice floors here. <laughs> um, anyways, it's just it's for me. I like it. I don't know if I'm I'm, I'm not a hundred percent jumping up and down over it, but I, I definitely don't like hate it like a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. This week we're going crazy, and last week we're going nuts about it. Well, I think if you look back at what you were just saying about Google's rebrand of their their logo, it's it was more than just the just the one logo. It was like you said, they're all of their applications so and their yeah. sub brands and things like that that were unified where on the general surface most people probably didn't know they had all those products or that they existed you know and or looked into it so i think as an overall i really i think that they made the right move there for sure yeah well and as a tech company i mean it's it's definitely and like you said it, it is mostly a, a mobile and it's a, an online brand it's not like i'm sure i mean obviously they're going to have times where they're going to have printed pieces and they're going to have maybe merch and stuff like that but but when you really boil it down to who they are as a company and what they provide as a service you know i think they can get away with some of that stuff that maybe you weren't you know traditionally told to do but does it make it right or wrong or indifferent i don't know but um yeah there's definitely parts i like there's some stuff i think could have been better but i think overall i personally like it but um well, let's let's tie this whole thing back together now, and let's talk about the Creative Arcade name and, and our actual logo, and what inspired us to do that, and and some of the other things like Eight Bit Labs that we're currently right. doing right now. Well, that's good. That's yeah. I mean, good, so if you, good if, segue. That's a good segue, Phil. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for asking. No. Um, well, yeah, I know. Like that was the next thing. Obviously, we came up with with Creative Arcade, and then I was like, well, what do we? what's going to be our, our look and feel and what makes sense. And, you know, I think we definitely wanted to um, be simple. I mean, we both have that kind of design sensibility of kind of simple and, and, um, and I don't know what the word is, not necessarily bold, but I think we're just, you know, clean lines and, and very, um, very thoughtful and using, using what we have to our advantage versus trying to um, do too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I know with the word arcade, though, we did feel like we almost had to have some sort of homage, if you will, to to uh, to an actual video game or arcade. And it was that was a big balance, right there. There was a yeah. I, I think another going back to one of the fears we had that we didn't even know we had until we told people the name was 
when we told people Creative Arcade, I think, I don't know, probably nine of the first ten people I told, they said, oh, do you have a bunch of old school arcade games up yeah. in your office? And yeah, you play Androids all the time? Right. And I think that's that's really subsided. I don't. I actually haven't heard that one in quite a while yeah. now. But Yeah. You guys play Tech Mobile? <laughs> How did that go the other day? <laughs> If, we should put, we should uh, post a link to that. Touchdown, Bo Jackson! <laughs> it's a Family Guy episode where they play Tecmo. It's fantastic. It's pretty good. Uh, no, but so yeah, it was just a lot of exploration into elements of games, but but boiling it even down even more minimally to you know some of the classics like Pac-Man and stuff. If you look at some of their like the pathways and stuff, they've got this kind of colored. Um, uh, line art and stuff and so that's like you look at some of our lines and stuff they're just kind of simplistic basic lines and, and at different times they've you know they've got this curvature to it and kind of create these other paths you know based on if it's an ad or, or on our business card or, or any of that kind of stuff so again without going crazy there was you know those elements made sense because it kind of felt like a, an old school arcade game without actually saying I'm an old school arcade game. Well, right. And I think to really simplify that, I think the the logo itself is you know it's a little rocket ship right. that, that right. has a eight eight bit uh, technology to it, which you know in real simple terms, basically it's a big block um, of color and yeah. you know or an Im- image made of blocks of color and you know like pixely looking but very pixelated like the old old school video yeah. games and I well we kept it to just that yeah. we didn't want to go like we could have did that to everything you know Ooh, the words are now pixelated and we just no way we, we need to do something but we just took the negative space out of the A and oh this looks like a rocket ship and so it kind of was our one little and, and, and let's not say that we didn't try explore. Oh yeah, we did <laughs> versions of. Remember the original rocket ship was just a, it was just a triangle. Yeah, <laughs> it was very simplistic. We we had uh, as we do with all of our logos that we design. It was hundreds of different you know variations on on the same concept or and different concepts. I think we had four or five different Illustrator files with about ten artboards on it each, and they were just packed with stuff mm-hmm. and sketches it, and and I think. You know, we do this for a living. We help companies either rename or there are startups that are naming their company for the first time, and we help them do that. And we help them create a logo, an identity, and a brand. And we do that all the time. But to do it for ourselves, it was um, probably the hardest project I've ever worked on. It was it was definitely uh, not easy. But uh, well, then even when we got to the point where we're like, okay, I like this, but you know, and and when we started using it a little bit and, and to get some validation and you know from, from of course friends and family are always the worst because they're always like oh it looks great whether they <laughs> like it or not <laughs> well unless you know while we are doing this we were starting up the, this rest of our business and um, we were actually starting up another business we're involved with which I think we'll talk about in future podcasts right, right. but um, so we had a lot of stuff going on at the same time here and it was um it was not. I'm not going to say painful, but it was a uh, stressful for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was definitely. And, and to, to to be able to shift gears and, and really pour yourself into something like that, and what with all the other things going on, was a little bit difficult. But yeah. I mean, I, I I still really like our, our look, I, and I think a lot of other people do I hope too. So. Right, right. <laughs> we're not changing it for a while. Well, but. I think I think the hardest the the hardest thing I had to deal with was we're asking people to give us money to design them. A logo or a new identity or a new name 
So I want to have something I'm proud of to, to right. show them to say, right. look, we did it for ourselves. It, yep. you know, I didn't I didn't want to have something that was half-assed and then right. say, hey, look, we designed logos. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, the more and more I've, I've we've been interacting with it, and more and more we've been putting out, the more and more I've, I I feel really validated with our choice of our, our business name and and where our uh, our identity ended up and where I think it's going. So, um, you know, high five to us. Virtual? No. Oh, hey, nice. That was not a sound effect. That was a real high five. Nice high five, man. Probably heard it in both mics. Yeah. So I think Jeff, I think we've. Uh Kind of gone all over the place with this a little bit, our first one. I think maybe we wrap it up, and then uh, I think we're going to hopefully improve a little bit on these podcasts, some of our yeah, we'll, topics. We're going to learn more. And we'll get better. we have to get a button bar or something. Inject <laughs> <laughs> some sound effects. Right. So uh, I think just hang in there and stick with us, and hopefully we can give you some good content here in the future. We're going to try. We're going to try. I mean, everything we're going to blab on and on, and if you just want to put it on your earphones and zone out whatever we'll keep doing it i think we really need to have some kind of a sign off that uh it really resonates with, with the people yeah what was <laughs> like a casey case and what a casey <laughs> no you're old yeah anyways <laughs> hey have a good uh good rest of the week folks we'll uh we'll talk to you soon all right bye bye